was up here trying to remember the last three episodes or two episodes of uh, P Valley. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, we, we got to cover like some, some episodes that didn't happen. <laughs> and then while <clears throat> I was waiting, I jumped on Twitter and I saw somebody say, okay, I know I'm not fucking crazy. Do y'all remember when Walmart used to sell like goldfish? And I thought, how old are you? Because like, yeah, I remember when Walmart sell fish. Yeah, I don't think that they do it. A very long time ago, I feel like. Yeah, but you but you know, I'm 40. So I've seen it a while. But if you were like if you're 21, 22, you were like, maybe when I was seven, I saw goldfish. I don't know if it's you. But I was like, yeah. I remember you can go get fish at Walmart if you wanted them. All right. Before we get into the episode proper, I feel like we gotta talk about some scheduling upcoming scheduling stuff all right so first off you have a birthday next week and i will be i will be out of town (laughs) uh next thursday so we can record early probably because i was like i was like i'll be back friday night or whatever but you that's your birthday anyway and i know you you always what you doing this year what are you doing this year let's let's start with that <laughs> I don't really have any plans for my birthday. Friday, I'm going to dinner. But that's about it. Dinner's nice. Dinner's nice. All right. So we can record the next episode of this Wednesday if you're free. Or uh Monday. They already changed my schedule already changes next week anyway. So I don't have to tomorrow be the last six in the morning day. So if we need to do a late day on Monday, that's fine. To just get an episode. We just cover P Valley. But Monday would be um Love and Hip Hop. I know that's why I said if if we can do it late, it's fine. I can record Tuesday or Wednesday. That's no big deal. Um, what else? Oh, these two weeks we've had off. I've watched a lot of television and movies, and I'm saving all that for Patreon. Obviously, we're gonna talk about P Valley, <laughs> but I've watched so much, I'm like, you know what, we'll talk about Patreon. Such as what did you watch? I've seen I'm right now. I'm watching, we ain't got to go into details, but yeah, right now watching the resort on Peacock. I finished the players on P on P Valley on Paramount Plus. Surface that's on a- Apple TV. I finished um, Southside on HBO Max, and a few movies. Oh, Lightyear! I've seen Lightyear. I'm taking my time with Jurassic World, guys. That's a struggle. There's some other things in here. I just can't remember. Oh, uh, so about. nothing I've seen. Cool beans. Got it. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I can't help you with this at all. No, no, no. Um, and then I think that is it. Let me look at my activity. Oh, I see. No, I see I, not okay. That's on Hulu. That was that was good. Uh light year players. Uh the I Adam Project. Hustle. Well, <laughs> I see Hustle. I watched Hustle yesterday, actually. And I finished killing it. That's on Peacock too. In Mythic Quest, to finish that too. No, I was I'm, this summer. I've been going through some shows. I've been going through you some shows. Been, where are you finding the time? Um, all, listen, I got no commercials except for Paramount Plus has commercials. Everything else, I don't got no commercials. So I just be like, all right, let's just let's get through some of these things. Um, where would you like to start today? Um. Down in the valley where the hoes get naked. We're gonna start with, with our show? I don't know. I just, nah. you ask. I just do something now, shit. <laughs> we usually say that for the air. Let's start we with do, let's, but it, it was so fitting. Where do you want to start yeah. down in the valley where the hoes oh, get wait, naked? Oh, wait, you know what's funny? I gotta bring this up right now. Um, 
because I would obviously forget. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before, but Roulette, I think I got who she was talking to, but somebody I said, where can I find you? And she said, down in the valley where the host is. And I was like, does that song exist in y'all universe? Or is it just a theme song for us? Um, no. Well, let's start with Beyonce. Because I really want to okay. hear your, your take since you are not... Uh, a, I, was, I wanted to start with you're not a house music fan. But this is not a whole house music album. So what were your what were your thoughts on it? It was a dance album, I would say that. But what were your thoughts on it's Beyonce Renaissance? It's definitely a dance album. It's a I feel good party album, I feel like. Yeah. Um it is not an album that I would listen to frequently. Let's, let's um, a, hold up. Let's pause there. This is, this is a good part to pause at. What type of album would you listen to frequently? And I'm asking this because I think this is a good follow up. Or like it's like a 180 from Lemonade because Lemonade was trauma, pain. She is going through it. And this album is joy and happiness. Neither one of those albums I would want to, like, I feel like I need to be in a mood for. I enjoyed both of these albums, but I couldn't listen to Lemonade all the way through. Like, just, yeah, let's throw this shit on. There's some joints in I there, didn't, though. I didn't listen to Lemonade all the time, either. Uh, I listened to the songs I like off yeah. said albums. But here's my thing. People like to go and talk about how, quote, unquote, trash Renaissance is. I don't think it's a trash-ass album. I just don't think it was an album that was not that all her music is, but it's not a it's not an album that's specifically made for you, and that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. So I am a R and B person. That is what I like. So clearly, the albums that's going to be more important or be in my top three or whatever will be more R and B music album because that's the music that I like. I don't care for rapping Beyonce either. People love rapping Beyonce. I don't go and listen to the Carters. So like, cause that's just not me. So I'm okay with the album. Like it's not a terrible album. It's got songs on there that I like, but I know that this album wasn't for me. And okay. I think that's where people get fucked up because everybody it's trash. It's not trash. It's just not songs that you per se like. I think there was a thing growing up listening, not listening to, but reading video game reviews and there used to be EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. And most video game review websites will go, they have a rating from 1 to 10. And they might have halves in there and points, whatever, blah, blah. And I remember I was just listening to a podcast last week where they were talking about the heyday of EGM. And I think it was Dan Shu who was the, the managing editor, was like, why are we not using our whole scale? We are only using 6 to 10, right? I think when the average listener is reviewing albums they only use trash or classic there is no mm-hmm. good Nothing in anything in that's why i get I, I don't like when people be like it's trash i'm like no you didn't like it it's not trash because there are trash albums where you tra- like where you turn it on and you be like who how did this even get out the studio who let them have y'all heard that division song that was like that went viral while we were gone where we was talking about no. um uh, if I get caught cheating, so something it was what Candy and, and um Tiny was was uh they kind of remixed that song, but the song was oh. about 
just because I fuck a chick don't mean I'm, uh, you should leave. Don't you know I don't love you. Blah blah. That song shouldn't have left the studio. That and Jermaine Dupree tried to y'all just don't have the good ears, and they was like, "Fam, you done made creep. You made confessions. We don't we don't heard infidelity songs from you that were good, that just wasn't but it. this wasn't it." And just audiences just be like, "Yo, this is trash." And I'm like, "Nah, it wasn't trash." I think we just get get back to a number scale. Get to one to ten, and if you want to say this is a five to six, like realistically, Beyonce sang her ass off all over this track. She was singing, she was running. The lyrics to the songs is nice. So, some of the beats is I just y'all, if you know me well enough, you know I don't like that style of music for so long. So. A whole had it been like two or three songs on the album, I'd have been like, oh, okay. But an entire album of it, I'm like, mm, I'm out, I'm done, I don't need it. I think Beyonce, this last, um, this last three albums she's done needs to be talked about. This is an, uh, this is up there with a three album run. This is up there with um, I don't know how many R and B three album runs we have that are really really good. Um, without mentioning redacted aka r kelly right he has a great right is it tp2 shit i might throw in loveland even though that's not a real album but it is and maybe chocolate factory or what's before tp2 is it it's the one with um hands in the air what's that album called that he has that song uh, the double r album it's r double. that r yeah. that r album was crazy Facts. that r, yeah. r album was really so r tp2 Loveland or Slash Chocolate Factory. It's a good three album run. There's it happens in hip hop a lot. Uh, Kendrick's first three albums. You can say Kanye's first three albums or uh, three, four, and five work. But in R and B, it's hard to grab like who had a great three album run. What about Trey? Do you think he had a, ever had a great three album run? Maybe if you throw in the mixtapes with anticipations. He had ready and he had. Love, passion, and pleasure, or whatever. I actually don't mind those three albums. There's a lot of people who didn't like that love, passion, pain, whatever it was called. A lot of people didn't like that pain, one. Pleasure, I didn't have a problem. Like that. Pain, yeah. pleasure, something. What about Usher? Usher didn't have a solid three. <sighs> okay. Yeah. We had the, my, my way, 8701 and Confessions. Yeah. Right? I'm yes. about to say he had a good yes. three. Yeah, he does have that's a, that's an outstanding three. That is up there as far as R and B albums. It's tough, man. It is really tough. I forgot who I was thinking about in music, and I was like, they just kind of moved on. <laughs> like, it has no, no fault to this person. I forget what I was thinking about. But I'm like, damn, music is just so fickle right now. Just like if you, I remember when Sean Paul was on his run, I was like, Sean Paul can't take no break. And so, also, that break, what bothers me too about this Beyonce thing, when I first heard, I listened to it the next morning after she dropped out, it's two in the morning while I was working. And my first review was like, mm. All right, it's like two songs I like on this album. Cool, whatever. And then later on that day, I listened to it again after me and my friend was just like sitting here having a good time, taking a drink. And then we was vibing. I was like, okay, this is a little bit cuter. And then the next day, I listened to it a little bit more. I was like, okay. So meaning that you can't give your full reaction to an album after listening to it one time. And I'm like, I got up that morning. If she dropped it at midnight, I got up at 6.30 listen to it at 7 a.m. That time I read the comments at 8, okay? You didn't sit here and listen to this album all night to be like, yeah, I really fuck with this. You're going to have standout songs, yes, but like the entire album, like you didn't even give it a whole chance. The problem, and I don't know, it's not a problem, but what I think what some people lack 
with understanding of how music works. Um, I don't know if you guys, if you saw this, but she had a party when it's kind of like Studio 54 vibes. That's where y'all saw Childish Gambino with that crazy ass Donald Glover in that crazy ass outfit with his titties out. Um, so everybody dressed up and, and it was glammed out like late 70s, early 80s vibe. And according to Quest Love, he said they played this album three times back to back to back. And the more they played it, the more people. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this album will go off in the club setting where there's drinks and smoke and hookah yeah, and, and everybody just you, vibing. You just like mm, just mm. listening to it and not paying attention. Just like it's in the background. We drinking. We got the hookah. We chilling. It's not an album that you like right in the car listening to. That's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't hate the album. It's cool. My favorite song off of the album is Thick, though. Like, that's my favorite. And then um, Plastic on the Sofa. I like that. I like Cuff It, um, Alien Superstar. I'm loving the memes that people y'all coming up with off the off this album. It was, it was good. I, but also, I was prepared for a dance album. Now, I don't know where's the country. Is the country going to be on part two? Is that what it's like, country? There, though there was a rumor that this album was going to be half dance, half country. There was no country I, really on this album. So where I did feel that? Because like she got this Renaissance chapter two and three or some stuff, right? Yeah. Well, this is Act One, and we don't know what two no, and three. I know that. So we don't That's know. Um, there's been rumors that maybe two and three is part two is uh, a documentary, and part three is the tour. I want to see this on tour. Beyonce might be the first. Woman, um, I go see twice. Be lit. Yeah, I might. Be lit. I can see that. Yeah, I might want to go see this on tour twice. Uh, well, see Beyonce twice. Before we go any deeper, I forgot to bring this up the other, uh, the last time we talked about going to the movies. I said I went to go see Thor, and when I went to go see Thor, I switched it up. Usually, I'm a popcorn person. I was like, "Yo, let me get some nachos." Right. Um, I wasn't ready. Because they just gave me a bag of chips and a cup of hot cheese. I was going to say, the laziness that is nachos <laughs> nowadays, I swear. So I'm like, they be cool. like, here's this tray of chips. We got this warm, like in a cup yes. cheese. You go over here and get some peppers if you want them. Yeah. It's just not the same. It's but not, it still tastes good, but it's not the same. You're right. It did taste good. I'm not taking that away for it. But what my, I wasn't prepared for is when you eat nachos at the movie, they done. I can spread out my popcorn, but by the time the movie, I was like, oh, okay. I that's kind of preview's over. Yeah. I'm done with the nachos. I'm like, That's kind of what I like. Now, when I go to the theaters in the show, I enjoy going to the ones where I get to order the food. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah, way, yeah. you're going to come at a reasonably good time. You're not going to, or you're going to come right at the end of the previews, like right as the movie is about to start. Yeah. Um, what else but has? the cost of going to the movies nowadays is fucking ridiculous. Man, I'm a matinee person. And, <laughs> no, and I I want to be a matinee person, I swear, but it never just like times out well for like, because at this point, the only thing I really go to the show to see is Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, oh, hold up. That happened. I, let me write this down. <laughs> Yo. So go ahead. I got to, I'll write it down. Go ahead. <laughs> at this point, all I go to the movies to see is Marvel movies. And when I go, it's me and a girl. We make our like movie crew. So like the only time that most people can go all together be like seven to eight o'clock. So yeah. it end up being the more expensive show. And then we always call us corny, but we like to try whatever theme drink they came up with for the movie. 
So then there's a cocktail. Don't think you're going to buy food because then that's so much. So I feel like I go to the show and spend entirely too much money. You brought up Marvel. And I don't know if you saw, they just had San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about phase four. They showed you phase five. They showed you phase six. And we talked about this when we talked I'm about confused. Thor. About what? I'd be a little confused with these phases. Is the phase like a four-year span, a two-year span? What what makes it a phase? The, the story they're trying to tell. So this phase was the multi multiverse phase. And then I forgot what the Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, let's rewind. Can we go back to phase one? (laughs) That was just the Avengers phase, right? Where you were they were all assembled. Every Avenger had their origin story. Right. Okay. And then we got the Avengers movie. So would you say that's the end of phase one? Yeah. I mean there's a there we can do this. We don't have to Marvel phase. I like I never really I hear everybody, I mean, I read and see and they always talk about the phases, but I'm like, what makes what a phase? I'm confused. Yeah, phase one introduces us to each of the Avengers. Phase two handles the fallout from the Avengers, which is part of the Age of Ultron. No, phase three features the uneasiness among the superheroes after Age of Ultron uh, and introduces more heroes, leading us to Avengers, Affinity War, and Endgame. That was the end of phase three. Then we got to phase four. We're in phase four now, which is dealing with the what happens after the blip. Because the end of phase three was not Endgame. The end of phase three was no, uh, Far From Home. That's the end of phase three. Then phase four was the first movie is Shang-Chi, I believe, is the first one from phase four. I think that's what it was. Then it was Eternals and blah, blah, blah. And then all these TV shows that we got. Uh, and now the end of this phase will be Wakanda Forever, which, yo, I just was like, I'm, I'm nervous, but I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, I'm going to need some tissue. This look like it's going to get real. Did you see the trailer? So before? this phase, I saw the trailer. Yeah. This phase is Wakanda forever. It's what it, it ends at. It's where the multiverse phase ends at. Oh, with Wakanda forever. Yes, and then Ant Man and the Wasp is phase five. That's where phase five starts, and it will end with two Avenger movies, King Dynasty, and I forgot what the other one is called. And then we go into phase six which they only had like two things show for phase six. It's a lot of homework coming. That's all I looked at. Oh, we got to do all this work. It's so you much know, going on. I've seen somebody put a gift for me or whatever. It was like the year is like 2050 or something. It was like explaining to your kid, like having to be like, you got to watch uh, 40 years worth of movies to know <laughs> what's happening. They going to start over. So it's gonna be somebody. Yeah, yeah oh, they're definitely gonna start over at some point. But it was like so some of the people in the comments was like, that's why we make it a family event. Like my kids, we go and see all these movies together. It's like our thing. And I was like, that's kind of dope. Yeah. You just yeah, you forgot that's the best part. Like we actually got to start when it started. So we didn't have to come in and catch everything. But you know, they do a good job because Sarah hasn't watched all of them, but she was able to watch Infinity in game. She watches the one she wants. And then she'll know yeah. I'll help her out. Like, yo, this happened in this. Don't worry about this, blah, blah, Yeah, she watched Spider-Man. You know, and it's so crazy to me because I know we're sitting here talking about they're going to, at some point, they got to restart, right? But, like, I feel like you can only do so many. Like, Spider-Man didn't have so many versions of Spider-Man. Do for their reason is because of the whole Marvel Sony thing. Got it. But 
it's been three versions of Spider-Man. You, I just can't imagine having multiple versions of some of these movies that we've seen. Like, Here's what I, I can't think, see though. a brand new spin of Thor or whatever. I don't think it's going to be that kind of start over. I think right now, my niece, seven, I think Eliana's seven years old, right? If she wanted to get into it, let's say, let's say her first one was Avengers Kang Dynasty. And she thought it was so cool. I would not tell her to go back to Iron Man. I might tell her to go back to Hawkeye because that's Kate Bishop. I'm like, well, these are the people you like. Start here. Or maybe Black Widow. Here. It's like, start there because you don't really have to go back. Because why? She's like, she don't know who Tony Stark is and he ain't going to be in right. this movie. So why would I tell right. her to go all the way back there? But if you want to, you got time. You know, you want to knock it all out. Yes. <laughs> I can get past you wanting to be with Nelly. Sounds like you didn't get past that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> listen, listen. At the time right. it happens, any man, yeah, of course, is you is her. Yeah, the chick you fucking are in love with is with this nigga. Country grandma. You wanna you wanna hear how I found out? Uh-huh. How you found out? <laughs> Country grandma. Only on drink chat. We saw the documentary too. Yeah, so yeah. Too. How did you find out, sir? I was at home. Uh huh. There wasn't no Twitter or Instagram back then. Was at home. Okay. Listen to this shit. This is God wanted me to find out. Was at home. NBA package. I like watching sports. Oh, my God. What's this commotion going on in the stadium? Mm. We just found out what the commotion is. Nelly has walked in with the shanty. <laughs> you, has, your, has your opinion changed on Irv Gotti <laughs> since Monday? When we, oh, Tuesday. We recorded Tuesday. We didn't record Monday. Um, I still ain't finished the shit. Like, I think I'm an hour. First of all, I'm an hour and a half in, and it feels like I should be approaching the end, and I'm not. Um, but I haven't got to what they call it, the slime round or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I, yeah. It's the I same. haven't gotten to Tupac, that, and I heard Tupac it so Biggie. long. DMX and Tupac. I'm like, fam, I'm so, you ask the same questions. You got to pick one to take a shot. Yeah, yeah, I know. He needs to take no shots, but... um. Irv, golly, my guy, you just, you are not over it. That's why black men need therapy. (laughs) Bitter and upset. Everything he said, and again, I'm only an hour and 30 minutes in. Everything this man said, he found a way to get back to Ashanti. Like, you talking about living in his head rent-free. My, Ashanti be out here living her best life on somebody's island. Why is you bothering her? And then I don't know if you saw, but Ja Rule came out with like a statement. He was he was he was kikiing too much. And you go on you go on tour with Ashanti. You kikiing too much for that. I would he could have been quiet completely, but he was laughing his little butt off. And so when Fat Joe called them out, well, he called Irv Gotti because he said, "Yo, it's twenty years. You bad mouthing this woman. You ain't over it." And Irv Gotti tried to say, "I'm, I, I am over it." But you didn't sound like it, even if you say you are. You, you sound like she hurt you yesterday, sir. I know. <laughs> like yesterday and then it's like i didn't finish the other two hours or hour and a half of it so i don't know how much kiki and ja Rule did but i felt like some of the times he was being quiet when he started to call out, her, out his name he did check him on that like we're yeah, doing that so he had his moments and it's gotta be uncomfortable being ja Rule in that scenario because Irv, you are allowed to feel and say and however you you feel, right? Yeah. And 
Ja Rule as a friend, you kind of like, I'm giving him the space to say how he feel. But then it's hard because you, you supposed to have a Shanti's back too, you know? It's just, I get how he was just like, I'm just trying to not be in the middle of it. But All you right. are. Here's, here's and you're going to have though. to pick us up. <laughs> how good of a friend is Ja Rule? If to to Ashanti or to Irv Gotti in this situation, if Irv Gotti is talking about Ashanti as if he never talked about Ashanti, like he's right. you know have you if you if you have broke up with somebody you went through a loss or whatever like somebody passed away and you haven't said it for five or six years and then you start saying it you be like you ain't talked to nobody about this that's how Irv Gotti sound that so is, are you yeah. and y'all really close because because if y'all really close. He probably would have said, hey, keep your decorum. You're going to be drinking. But we all know how you felt about Ashanti. But good thing you got that out of your system. Let's let's go. Right. Let's knock this out. You didn't get that out of your system. Yeah, no, crazy. not at all. Where do, where do you stand on, for lack of a better term, friends? But I don't think these people are friends. So I'm tipping my hand. When they see your, your past out there looking good, but they want to update you about it. What what say you to that? You here for that? Access question again. So, you talk to a guy, say a guy, or whatever. You and say a guy fought, had a falling out. You won't fuck with say a guy no more. Friends came through and said, "Shell, guess who I seen? He looked good. He got a new car. He got a best baby mama fine as hell. Look, why are you bringing him up to me? Listen, that's what I think happened to Herb Gotti. I think people would be like, you seen Shanti? Oh, you had her, but you ain't had her like this. They ain't your friends. They are trying he to hurt your your feelings. He ain't not seen Ashanti. Listen, <laughs> he probably you know, got like a he, secret page. That's what I'm saying. Just, yeah. just looks at Ashanti. Like, sir, first of all, you doing a whole lot, right? And she ain't never claimed you. Not like who are you proving this to? Even the watch that you had to read the uh description to was very vague. Oh, you saved my life, or you saved our lives, or whatever it was. Love Ashanti. Because at the time when I gave you this shit 20 years ago, and I was 21 years old and getting into you did change my life. And at the time I did love you as a person for changing my life. That was still a very vague ass why. <laughs> yeah. this man. yeah, she gave him a hallmark inscription. Like <laughs> that could have went for Pretty anybody. Much, like why? And he is ruined you the, so... He ruined the songs. Y'all seen that clip where you talk about happy? <laughs> so happy. Let me let me explain how the relationship and how it worked and how it worked to yeah, that point. Yes. Okay. So we're together. Matching watches. I imagine you bought her watch too. I bought her mad shit. Okay. Okay. Birkins, all that. All right. I bought. She 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 gained. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the shower. I'm in the shower. You know, a nigga be creative after. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think of the whole track in the shower. I'm. Um, I get out the shower. I call my nigga Chink. Oh, we had just got done having sex. And I'm like, fam, stop ruining this song for me. First of all, sir, you didn't help your case (laughs) in that No, here's the funny thing. He tried to make it seem like Ashanti created this song because she was so happy with being with him. When realistically, sir, she put it on you and your ass is ecstatic around here in the shower singing notes and shit. What? (laughs) 
calling Tuck. with suds in his ass. Hey, man, what about... And then said, listen, and then came out and was like, yo, we need to make... you. Can you make a song to this beat that's in my head? Something real uplifting and happy like yeah. and she said that because I'm a writer and I can do that this man Tad take away all her credit she wrote it but I, with the help of me everything this nigga was trying to take credit for everything yeah he, he really came off a bit bitter um, for those who don't know he won't let her buy her masters back and then he just sold all that so he sold all this is wow here's a couple of things with this situation one he was married when he was dating Ashanti right <laughs> then he gets married the to Ashanti said, wait a minute no, no, that man said, I told her she wasn't the reason for my it was three, four other bitches for the reason for my <laughs> Oh poor wife. Oh, so yeah, she he was married, got mad that Ashanti stepped out, you know, won't give her a masters. This is <laughs> That's bitter though. You holding on not because you like I need gonna make money off of this, just because you just gotta hold he something called, over her head. He called her a cockroach. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, I missed that part. That's, no, I don't think that's in the clip. I think that's in the docu- upcoming documentary. And, the, and the, the quote is, Ashanti ran like a cockroach when the feds showed up because Murdering got investigated by the feds for being linked to uh, McGriff Supreme Team or whatever. What was she supposed to do? The same way look, Jennifer Lopez left Puff like, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this life. What are y'all doing? How you mad at her for that, though? Like, I got, sir. I'm you out here doing what you doing. I ain't got no part to that. You're supposed to stand by me. <laughs> you uh, who is you? Who is you? Oh man. Man. Oh, man. I hope she going, I hope she going to drink champs. Ashanti don't be want to do it though. Like, she don't be want to really talk. I want her to be like, all right, let's let's talk. Let's I want you the see, jersey bo- to come bo- out of your her. Your boy up next, Neo. He up next. When did he become my boy? I I, I I'm waiting on B2K, if you want to be honest. Oh, I am yeah. so waiting on this B2K one. I'm talking about, I don't care how many hours it is. Know that I'm sitting through the entire thing. Because in my head, I know Raz V is going off, okay? <laughs> and Jay Book, I don't know if Fizz going to talk too much with them two, especially Raz V. Raz, he been holding on shit for 10 years. Yeah, it says Listen. Drink Champs got heat coming. Dave Chappelle, B2K, Most Def, uh, Roddy Rebel. I don't know who the hell Straight Angster is. I love Most Def. Yeah, all right. Keep up, keep it up, keep it up. Anything else before we get to our show? Oh, I try to play Words with Friends. You know, try to try to grab That's that magic. Random. Try to grab it was it was a couple of months ago. I just forgot to talk about it. And it's got so many ads. That oh god, all I these could, little games nowadays got all the ads. It's so annoying. The worst, the better ads are bad, but it's nothing worse that they play the ad every time you play the word. Yeah, and I don't know why I was this person, but I had about four or five games going. I made sure to finish all my games before I deleted that. I was like, I'm not starting any new games. I don't want y'all to be hanging on. But and there's a messaging s- section in there. And so one of the people I was playing with wanted to, hey, what's up? Hi. Where are you from? I'm like, what are we doing? What's the, what's the, play your game. Play your word. What we, stop it. Stop talking to me. All right. Uh, Friends. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else before we get into proper uh lifted oh real quick you guys really only have only missed us for like a week some of y'all did because i did put the patreon episode up 
two weeks we ago. We weren't gone too long. No, and I appreciate those who signed up for the Patreon. Where you will be getting an episode this week. Uh, trying to see anything. Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. Real Housewives of Atlanta. I watched it. Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. I almost, I almost posted in the Facebook group. I was at the gym on the treadmill watching this episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta that you wanted me to watch. I want uh, you to watch all the episodes, no. but let's talk about it. <laughs> this was a lot it's right really, here. It's really that last scene. Yeah, really but I, I watched the whole scene. episode to get all the way up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I had do. to. You had to get there. But also, the reason why I'm like, you need to watch all the episodes, because Marlo been wilding this whole fucking she never gave season. Her a peach. She never gave her a peach. Talking about candy, though. You know what bothered it's me? It's the candy part Do you want to jump right to that? to that scene <laughs> or do you have anything well, you got something else I, w- um, I, w- I was confused there's a couple of things I was confused about one let's see if I can help you out one Juicedora which every time I see Juicedora I laugh because I saw somebody tweet I can't believe Juicedora is a real person because they keep thinking about the game and it makes me laugh so much uh, her husband the whole I was going to adopt the child but now I'm not going to adopt the child because the dad feels some type of way but then she feels some type of way in that whole situation, because that's what I feel like we couldn't talk about this whole scene until we get till we mentioned this part, because that kind mm-hmm. of bo- that bothered me the most. Well, not the most, because they bring it up at the table. He explains his reasoning. Drew is upset, but I like the fact that he said, no matter what, I'm still going to be there for me. I understand that Marlo was in foster care, so she feels she feels strongly about this. But what bothered me was when they asked Marlo about some kids shit, she's like, we're not going to talk about that right now. Me personally, if y'all ask me, oh, you, what happened to your past, your relationships? And I say, I don't want to talk about that right now. But then y'all partake in relationship. Guess what John going to do? Shut the fuck up. Because I said I wasn't going to talk about my business. business I so I'm not going to jump in y'all's. I'm, hey, I'm going to keep. So when she started jumping, I was like, but you said you wasn't going to talk about yours. You could have just been quiet. So then that's when Candy and they'll get. I got so confused why it went so left so quickly with the whole candy you put your mama before your man and tied you. Because Marlo just... So here's the part that's really... So like this entire season, okay, Marlo didn't got this speech and she been acting real funny to me, right? And so it started with, okay... Marlo has taken in her nephews. Those are the kids that that they're referring to. Marlo has taken in her nephews from her sister who got some shit going on personally. I don't know if she locked up or in a mental hospital, something of the sort. She can't be with her children, okay? So Marlo has taken these kids in and she thinks she's supposed to be just like super rewarded for taking in these kids and doing the right thing or whatever, I guess you could say. And it's Oh, it's so much to kids. I, I've never had to do this. And da, 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 da. They don't do what I tell them to do. She's going through all these things. And so uh, like two, two episodes back or so, she gets so frustrated with them. She tells them to get the fuck out. These is kids. They like teenage kids, like maybe 14 and 12 yeah. or some shit. I don't know. And she sends them to her other sister who <laughs> lives in a two-bedroom apartment who already got like four kids. And then you sent them to stay with this sister for a month. Okay? And you don't want nobody to judge your parenting because you ain't never been a mama. 
but you going who and hollering about this foster care thing and how this feels and you talking you know how I feel not to be wanted but then you kick them kids out yeah. so like that's the scenario with the kid thing but then the whole season so with all this being going on she be feel like nobody has my bag no one's here for me candy doesn't reach out to me candy doesn't talk to me so her and Sheree sat at this dinner talking all the trash about candy mind you in real life candy did not see this until the episodes play oh so on the show she's like okay let me be a better friend let me do more and then marlo on the back end like candy a hoe she done fucked all the atlanta she didn't did, like she like wild and g like whoa so, <laughs> she be sucking dick in the locker room like this is the shit she was saying like all this stuff right and so um candy you know she's upset at how she approached her about that scenario about her not be how candy hasn't been there for her she's candy's like okay i'll try to do better when she told candy that she ended up taking the kids kicking the kids out even candy was there like okay we could have handled that better but i'm here for you like what do you need we could be supportive this whole night but she, every chance she gets she found a way to trash talk candy and candy don't know that's what she just don't yeah. know so then you get to this scenario tonight or not tonight, but that night. Yeah, 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 that night in Jamaica. In Jamaica. And you over here, bad mouth, you know, bad mouth behind, like pretty much making her nothing. And then the truth behind this scene, the other stuff that you learned that I kind of knew because I follow these type of things, but like you run to Candy for everything. Candy has low key kind of been your savior. When you couldn't be on Real Housewives when her and Nene had fell out for them little seasons, Candy was in a had greenlit over on we tv to have her own show and all of this stuff every time you go down candy got your back always you run to candy then you get on this show and just kick her to the curb like she ain't never did shit to you talk trash about my mama talk trash about, about my man. husband yeah you know and i'm just like over here pulling my hair out watching this episode and you know it take a lot for candy to go off yeah so the fact was when I tell you I was watching this, I was like, "Bitch, you better talk, Candy." <laughs> I was like yelling at the TV, "Go off on that bitch, Candy!" And then you know, Candy got her version of like the after show thing called "Speak on It." Okay. And so you really get to learn everything when you go watch Speak. She was like, "Oh, they gave you the mild version because I cussed that bitch out." <laughs> it looked like uh, Todd had to hold her back. The wildest, the wildest alleg- uh, allegation to me was. Her claiming that Todd had called Candy Country or whatever. And then we get the flashback to Candy saying, We didn't talk until the last day. How could he comment about me if we never even met me or something? And I was like, Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Why does she go that far? And what what do you hope to accomplish with saying that? Do you want them to get a divorce? Or do you think he, he What is like <laughs> what is the point? They've been together for like 10 years. At yeah, this so point. I, he, he like she said, like he he loved this country bumpkin. It was, but like, I like when Todd said, you ain't got no friends. <laughs> you have no friends out here. Uh, and wait, who was this? Who who did she bring? This, her, this, I knew she was going to be a liar. A florist? She was, this, I knew, she, yeah. She, I knew she was lying because she said, I, I get flowers in my room and that's better than dick. And I'm like, I don't know anybody, gay, man, <laughs> or straight bisexual woman who will be like, you know what? Beautiful flowers beat great dick every day. Ain't nobody saying that. What are you talking about? I knew she was on some bullshit. I knew it. So I was like, all right. Yo, but shout out to the homie John from England who was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Let me get up out of here. Oh, that brother was like, yeah, I'm out. Bye. 
first of all, let me tell you how this season has been the first season that I'm like, I like Kenya. I ain't never in a million years yeah. thought I would like Kenya, but this was, I've grown to like Kenya in a sense of I knew who her character was on the show. Like she was a good villain on the show previous season. But this season, I'm like, no, I actually just like Kenya. I like I her. Enjoyed she her has rules. really changed her, <laughs> changed her whole little vibe. Yeah, I enjoyed that she gave us the rules for a good party. And I also enjoyed that uh, they gave us flashbacks to her not making the best decisions when it came to men. I was like, look, at least they remember. It shows her growth and it makes her relatable and likable. And I'm like, if we can keep Kenya like this, we good. Yeah. Maybe uh, it had to remove that Nene. Like maybe that. And I'm, I've never been a big fan of Nene. So I don't know. Maybe it was the dynamic between them that I was like, oh, and Phaedra. That's true. I did not mean to see you, Drake, getting a face tattoo, but yeah. What is this, a tattoo? Uh, what? It's like a SS, a GG. I don't know what it is. He's too old to be getting face tattoos. I, I don't get that part. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Twitter's kid. <laughs> that part. Oh, man. Okay. P-Valley. We are not, and I repeat, not going to try to be like well then the episode before this this happened we are taking we're gonna talk freely we're gonna talk about these characters <sighs> man i don't know because i don't even remember what was on what episodes so we're just gonna talk freely about it because Keyshawn, i got i wrote down Keyshawn, little murder mercedes uncle clifford autumn slash Haley, roulette and andre mm-hmm, that's uh, all that okay all right let's talk about little murder because i wrote the little the smallest things for him i wrote that he was he gonna come out and as soon as he come out, he going to jail. Because <laughs> that made me so mad that he did this. But he's staying with Uncle Clifford since the death of, of uh, Teak. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, we learned that he's uh, a verse. Versati- I, I guess verse is verse, short for versatile. I'm that, listen, mm-hmm. all I know about is tops and bottoms. That's it, guys. Don't be, asking verse, me, yeah. don't be asking me about what's a power bottom. Power, I don't know what that means. I did, and I don't need to know what it means. But I know top, bottom, and verse. That's what I know. Uh, But I guess Uncle Clifford is too. (laughs) So uh, they play in house while. That man said, fill me up, and I was taken back. (laughs) They be talking, Uncle Clifford be talking wild though. Uh, Yo, why is nobody on this show can hide their jealousy? That wasn't Clifford, that was Lamar. I know, I know. Fill me. But all I, that reminded me when Uncle Clifford was looking at uh, Lil Murder the night of the grand reopening when she's like, you don't get away from me. I'm going to suck your dick right now. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, but Ernestine is, I think, do you think Ernestine is going to make it? I like Loretta. A part Nevada. of me do. Grandmother. Grandmother. Why he kill her off though? Make it a- Why he do that? Remember, so w- right when the girls are coming out, the other girl sneezed or coughed again, and he's like, "You gave my mother what's name?" And she said, "She's dead." Um, I'm like she ain't dead. <laughs> Why you do that? Because that's how he feel that she ain't gonna come back from it. Yeah, it might. We learned some things too my while I'm talking. Grandmother talk- in the hospital dying, and I can't even go visit her, bitch. Like, yeah, whew. we learned some things. There was an episode where we flashed back to little Uncle Clifford, and they called him Uncle Clifford. I think like, y'all been calling this little. Boot for- he probably had an old soul. Ain't that what they said? Because he got an old soul. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that Love Murder did not tell Uncle Clifford or Cliff. That his friend, yeah. Committed suicide to the point yeah. where when the shit hit the fan, 
Cliff thought that's what he kept covered up. And he's like, no, that was something else. You know, he, he admits that he killed Pico, which bothered me the most. Because um, Thomas Jones, former running back for the Bears, who plays Maine, which fam, how y'all got a dude named Maine when in the South y'all all say Maine at the words? Like the same way we'd be like, dude, old dude over there. Y'all can't be here. Nobody can be. Think about this. Living around where we live. You ever came across with a nickname where the, the person name was dude? Like, that's old dude. Like, no, we are not doing that. That would be too confusing for us. Yeah, ain't no way. But I guess do y'all. So, May wanted to get re- re- retaliation. And Mercedes stops him. The fact that when there, there's an IG video, I guess, of Pico claiming to have murdered Teak, when we all know there was a suicide, mm-hmm. and Lil Murder's gang told him he had to handle business. Y'all do know he's why? the one that's going to make it out. Somebody else got to get that body. There's why? no just. But why are we killing him? But why we know he? I know at least he didn't kill him. So if the rest of y'all feel like he did, y'all ass is gonna kill him. But I know deep down in my because I was there. Yeah, the blood was on my shirt. I probably held this nigga hand while he did it. Like I was there. I'm not gonna go kill this nigga for claiming to do some shit. Yeah. I get and the whole, I was there? Yeah, I get the whole, oh, it was disrespectful. I was shocked when he was like, yo, I got a son and a kid on the way. He's like, I'm going to tell your daddy loved him and then killed them. I was like, I was, was, yo, I was like, shit. I don't know what was more shocking, though. Lil Murder killing him in this open field or Lil Murder running across and then people walking up to this body as if walking they can't look to the left. Like, that's him right there, y'all. I was yeah. like, is it is it is it showing just two different parts? I mean, like, yeah. keep going that direction. I'm I get it, it's dark, but they would have seen, like, yo, who that? <laughs> he walked right with there. this big ass gun. This nigga ain't had no little bitch. He had a big. Uh, he killed his performance with, uh, with Tina Snow. Thought that was good. And uh, Megan came and was herself. Yeah, basically. And to wrap things up, and I guess we'll go into Mercedes after this. I like murder and Mercedes coming full circle. Remember, he tried to get played in the club, and she was like, this shit's law, blah, blah, And then she was like, yeah, I listened to it, because, you know, you done came up, blah, blah. Oh, speaking of which, this happened in the Paradise Room, which the Paradise Room went from heaven to hell? Now it was yeah. all red. I was like, okay. Yeah, see what they said, doing. well, it's red blood. Let's just cover it up with red paint. Yeah. And it'll just be red. So Mercedes helped Terrica get an abortion. That was, I thought, you know what? I thought that episode was strong enough that we didn't need the back and forth. I thought y'all, they really could have stayed there. And I, I under, and they did a real good job of laying things out and uh, letting Terrica come to this decision. So she did clash with Michelle over the decision. And uh, we talked about Maine being out of jail. She stopped him. Uh, and she stopped him from going to get retaliation or seek revenge. But she also stopped him. Why do you think she stopped him from sex? Is it? Go ahead. I don't want to answer it. But remember, like they were sitting on the porch. He's rubbing her leg, going in for a kiss, and she said, "This is not what I'm looking for." Do you? Why? Why she? Because that's not what she was looking for. I didn't come here for this. You my friend. I came to talk. No, I don't. I see. I meant to say, what do you think she's looking for? I don't think. I think she is sexually attracted to him i just don't think she I just wants sex a, from yeah, him yeah i think she want more from him and maybe co- coming off the thing with coach and his wife everybody want this from me and right now i just that's not what i want nor need i would not be upset if um mercedes 
at the end of this series does not have a love interest and more so just had just embraces motherhood. Because I think Mercedes growth in my head canon, she's going to find somebody. Like I'm not yeah. worried about Mercedes finding a mate. I want, I'm worried about Mercedes finding who she really is. And she's struggling with the shoulder pain and uh, yeah. fair. I think she got inspired when she saw the pictures of her. Yeah, that Farrah took. Yo, Farrah's haircut. Beautiful, by the yeah. way. Oh, what was this anti wig? It made her look so old. <laughs> said, it did. Like, at first, I thought it was just a regular. I was like, "Who's this older lady talking to her?" Uh, I was like, "Girl, take that off." As soon as they showed her face, I said, "Girl, you don't take that hair off." What is yeah. this? Who signed off on this? Also, with um, I don't know if y'all noticed this that Mercedes had the same color of a. Uh, Mang's gang because they wear blue and yellow and I think uh, Little Murder they wear red and white kudos on putting colors that because they couldn't do red or black or blue and black they're just like right. let's do something different so we don't really y'all can't say what gangs these are uh, da, da, da. I you know what you know what scenes I actually like while we while we wrap up with Mercedes them practicing I, I I liked the rehearsal. I liked her seeing Keyshawn in that they do this. This was a, a good job they do. Now that we've seen the flashback of Keyshawn's story and we kind of get a set of what, how old she is, about 22. When she came in and said, has anybody used my locker? And Mercedes like, what kind of question is that? Keyshawn just like, okay, my bad. I know you the grown lady. Like she looks so young. She's like, no, nobody touch your locker or your vanity. But her just being bowing down to the elder statesman, they do that so good. Um, But also, that's more of Keyshawn being reserved, verbally abused, and no, but like being abused and not having that stand to be like, I'm supposed to speak up and say no because you just spent all this time with this man who's been beating you. So when somebody stand stand up like that, she gonna fall back because mentally she don't have the space or the the drive to stand up on her own. And be like, bitch, don't talk to me like that. You get what I'm saying? There's this thing she kind of gave it to you with Big Mom though, just a little bit. Yes, like girl, I didn't even see you standing there. Um, there's this thing that I would like to understand more uh, with physical abusers, and I don't know if this is a, just a trait across the board or just certain people, but there was. I think that last episode, the episode before that, when Autumn ends up helping Keyshawn, Keyshawn is physic- physically, like visually, you can see scars and damage. Yet Derek is still trying to invite her to places. He'd be like, you don't want to come to this pool party? She like, uh, my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. But shout out to Autumn slash Haley, Coach and Seth. I can't do all her names the way Cliff does it. It's hilarious. Uh, Savage Fenty, he'd be calling her, who gives her the phone, gives her the passport. Yes, uh, gives her the passports, even tells her, don't tell me where you're going. But I guess we get into some Walking Dead stuff because Big Bone saw her kiss Diamond. And I don't know how she didn't see Diamond pull away, even though it wasn't quick enough. I would have got in trouble. Was, you know, it, it was wasn't a, quick it was enough. A kid. Yeah, it wasn't. But she didn't see that part of him just like, no, we cannot do this. I feel like that would have got him some points. Like he could have said I was thrown off. Like, I didn't think she was going to kiss me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I've been wanting to kiss on her forever. That's what he was really thinking. Like, bitch, now this now you want to do this? Yeah. Uh, God damn. Um, 
I saw somebody throw this theory out. Do you think Big Body, because she she's Big Bone. Is it Big Bone? I think it's Big Bone. She hears and sees things and knows what's going on, but she doesn't have the whole picture. We see that she was looking at Montavious's ring and she was going to send it to somebody. Who knows? She's from Houston. But I don't think she thinks Mercedes pulled the trigger. I think she might think Keyshawn did it because we know about Keyshawn and the gun. Like, like th- that's been whispered around. Like she did have a gun, but the audience and a few people know she sh- she should have pulled it on Derek and that diamond. Right. So I, this would lead to be Keyshawn is not leaving. I was kind of excited. Like, listen, I love Shannon. She's an amazing actress. Great to look at. Um, I love her. I don't. Uh, I saw they had to go to stripper boot camp. My favorite thing that she does is when uh, she climbs the pole and claps her feet with her heels. Uh-huh, I think that's because uh-huh. her legs look long. Oh, but surprisingly, I was actually looking at the credits. She got a body double. Yeah, and I could I tell. Was like, is she not the one dancing? Because you couldn't have told me that wasn't her. That old Yeah. So somebody had asked her, and she said they did go to stripper boot camp, but. I think the last two episodes, whenever she returned, they do wide shots and shoot it from the back of the head with some of her tricks. So I don't think she's doing oh, all of them now. She can okay. obviously climb the pole and do certain things, but she's not doing all these tricks. Uh, da, 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 da. Is that all for Keisha? That might be all for Keisha. We've done Mercedes. We've done Uncle Cliff. We've done Little Murder. Haley, she still want to sell the pink. She has sex with Andre. That leads to her pregnancy. The wife finds out about them. Not this wife. <laughs> get out of my house get out of my house yeah why are you even here that how you know like how do you got a key to how you get me this is my godfather's house what are we doing here no way go back to sucking dude dick and shit like why is you here yeah (laughs) i wonder how much the mayor of chuckalisa pays oh and y'all know how y'all know how i get about Chuck Elisa and how I be thinking sometimes it's a stand-in for Holly Springs. Oh, they pissed me off this week <laughs> because when Farrah told Mercedes to come to Memphis, she said it was only an hour drive. Holly Springs is 45 minutes away, yet they be playing so much music from the South or from Louisiana. And I'm like, what is going Where is you at? Where are you at, Chuck Elisa? Um, how much is the... <laughs> ma- how- <laughs> Where is this fictional city at, like Atlantis? Um, how much does the mayor pay? Because I can see his wife trying to get him for half. And that'd be another storyline going. But she's a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I thought Autumn Haley should have been more upset. Not more upset, but they had this role-playing sex. And I'm glad we got to we didn't get to talk about this episode because it was cringeworthy. Uh, they just don't come off as a believable couple. I love every couple but them. Yo, give me Roulette and Duffy. Give me Diamond and Keisha. Give me any. I'm like, fam, every couple is better than this couple. Um, his dad is not dead. You would think that would have been public knowledge before somebody had to do some digging. Like, this guy's like, oh, my dad's dead. Well, he's in jail for murder. And Haley was just like, oh, cool. Let's eat on the floor. That's cool. Um, anything else in here da, 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 da. Andre oh Corbin tried to play uh, Patrice Woodbine but that didn't stop her from getting on the pole and doing her money gun thing oh she was killing I was like girl sit down now <laughs> sit please roulette she had pimped out whisper but she did protect her 
and was playing Candy Crush or something in the bathroom. Then they robbed the truck. I said Candy Crush too. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, you was out here being somebody's mom in the bathroom, like acting like you don't hear what's going on. Yo, people really be like outspoken because sometimes you want to blame it on television. But you can see a situation where a woman, what did Whisper say? I knew from the moment I met you and never pleased a woman. And then he wanted to choke her, and that's when Roulette pulled the gun out. And I said, this town is so small. How do y'all think this man not going to fall? He know where y'all work at. He know where you work. <laughs> y'all, everything always come back on the pack. The pack ain't meant to survive, because all y'all drama come back to this building. Yes. Y'all don't follow none of Uncle Clifford rules. None of them. So she takes it to a chop shot. And uh, yo, you know what I have questions about? And this might be the one of the dumbest, silliest questions. And maybe after I put this out there, y'all thinking the same thing, too. How do you fake finger on TV? Like, is it padding? Because you got to put your like knuckle out. Like, I'm, I'm it's like, she'll see what I'm doing. How do you do that? Because there's a little pressure down there. Like, how do you fake finger in what's the I name? I feel that? like the two actors have a conversation. <laughs> yes. Like, yo, we And be like, I know that you're you going your- to have to go. Yeah, you got to pull your hand back from her panties longer so you're not putting yeah, pressure on her like, clit so, or nothing. Yeah. We're acting a scene. <laughs> Let's just make it as believable as possible. And just, I feel like it's a level of respect you there. You got to. Yeah. But I was questioning, like, how does that work? How do you fake work? Um, yeah, he said, who pleases you? That's what led to it. Question, though. This whole season, I was thinking Roulette was going out the Mercedes spot. But she might be going out to Uncle Clifford's spot. She mm-hmm. is recruiting the girl who got kicked out for COVID. Now she gave her a stack. I'm like, all right, you've, I'm finna put you She wasn't trying to whisper, kind of put her ass on the spot. <laughs> She'll take care of you. Because she was like, oh, you'll be all right. You'll figure it out. Whisper like, you can take care of her. Yeah. Roulette like, God damn it, I ain't signing up. Here, bitch, take this money. I, I, listen, the Whisper character is really intriguing, and I would like a backstory on on her. Um, she we'll knew get hers next season. Yeah, she knew that Haley was pregnant off top. Like, are you ready for twins? Uh, and I think we covered everybody, everybody in here, and we gonna get. Yeah, here's the thing too. I know Chuck Elisa is small. I know this, but is there no, like? Chuck is so small. Now, Maine can't go nowhere. He's on house arrest. Cool. But everybody else, there's not another club, another lounge, no nothing. And that hour drive to Memphis ain't that much. Yeah, y'all could all, but everybody pack into this one club. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I forgot. We're not going to get out of here with Big L getting fired because Clifford found the drugs. And Big L tried oh, to kill yeah, Haley. Yeah. What are we, bro? He's like, yo, if she kill her, she can't sell the club. What? Are you doing? I mean, true. It's true. He, he oh, lied. and and him beating Corbin or Corbin won yeah. the field. He Corbin into some BDSM. I did write that and helps Corbin out with Patrice because he's like. You but can- so I'm trying to figure out because he was like, I'll give you the two hundred fifty thousand for this. So I'm like, to what buy out uh, Haley? Because Haley spent two hundred fifty dollars to buy the pink. So I'm confused on what that part was supposed to do. And I get it. The episode before this, we saw um, that the pink has been in Uncle Clifford's family for some generations and things. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm going to have to landmark this. I wonder, is the land more important or the building? Because it has to be because 
I remember when I was single digits, maybe early double digits, and I saw that you could move a house. It's expensive as hell to do that shit, but you yeah, could but move you a house. Move a house, yeah. So I was like, and, and obviously I would think they would move the building like you would move a house. They probably take it brick down brick and then rebuild it exactly the same. So I wonder if it's the land that's important or because I get Keyshawn. I think Keyshawn. the land is important to the people who are trying to buy it for more than one yes. reason than a casino. And then I think the building is important because that's where Uncle Clifford grew up. That's what his mama sang and that's where his, you know, granny took care of him. So and it's home. It's always been home and they took care of everybody and that's what he's been doing. 2300 and- Jackson Street. <laughs> it's always <laughs> home. So yeah. Um, all right. We got one more episode left and we will cover that next week. Um uh, there's this thing coming on tomorrow on my reminders on Netflix. It's about Southern it's HBCU bands. But I forgot what it's called. I have it in my reminders. I think it's in my reminders. Is that tomorrow scheduled? Uh nope. I don't know where the hell is that. Oh, maybe it's in my calendar. I'll be putting. Oh, speaking of which, let's talk about this real quick. I was watching a YouTube video. Oh no, it's came out today. It's called "Why Not Us." Oh, it's on ESPN Plus. Southern it's Dance. On ESPN. I want to watch that. I don't think I have that. I'll find ESPN it. ESPN. And if Plus. I find it, I'll give it to you. Sitting there, run that to me. Thanks very much. So, yo, it's listen, literally my favorite. Can dance somebody team. find that, Amaria? It got to be so bad. Nobody wanted to bootleg it. Nobody. He no, I can't even find it on the YouTube. He should have gave one episode free. Just one. So he should have Get us up. in there some way. Sheesh. He should have. All right. Okay. Real quick. Um, I was watching this YouTube video, and they were talking about calendar apps and reminders and tasks. And, um, now, these kids, these, these, the two hosts were born in the 90s. So this might be a generational thing. But they were talking about how they have to lay out their life or they will forget certain things, forget things. They won't do them. Now, that's fine with like when I have to put in podcasts or take notes and blah, blah, blah. That's cool. That's not something that's natural. But they had brought up for them that uh, they put in take out garbage Tuesday night, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they said, if I don't have that reminder, garbage would just pile up. And no, you don't. To me. That's so you just scary. gonna watch this garbage? Yeah, yeah like you so, just gonna watch this garbage for like- And when I went to the comments, they were all like, I'm the same way, I'm the same way. And I was like, you don't even develop muscle memory. You're just automatic. Like, there's like, certain I things- do have my to-do list and my calendar, but something as simple as like, I, the gar- I, I'm watching the garbage. So you're telling me I need somebody to tell me to take out the garbage, otherwise I'm just gonna let the yeah, garbage pass? He was like, no, that sounds dumb. Yeah, he was like, it'll just be a big stinky pal. And I was like, no, that's the no. if your brain isn't working now just to be on some automatic stuff, man. I don't think it's gonna be that great when you get older. All right, at one and only. Oh no, this is Nat Studio I'm Flow. I was about what? to say at one and only at Cakes of Coffee. No, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. You can tweet me at one no, at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At sexy Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chatted I Miss with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check it out of the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, support on the Patreon. We really, really appreciate those who signed up for the month of August. It really helps considering that we got to work extra now because of Love and Hip Hop being back. So it's at least three episodes a week. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.
Good to 